Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Attention all earthlings, hello. Let's talk about our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Show. We, of course, love our sponsors, and we hope you'll support all of them because they help make this show happen. But in case you're not into listening to the commercials, I've got some great news for you. For just $15 per month on our Patreon page, you can get the ultimate edition of this podcast, and it's entirely commercial-free. Here's how you get it. Take some notes if you have to. Just go to patreon.com slash Show, select the box for the $15 ultimate edition level, and your information, then go back to patreon.com slash Show or download the app and watch for the podcast labeled The Bob Suska Show Ultimate Edition, then click play and enjoy your totally commercial-free experience. Plus, you'll also get the shadow dockets and the after party included in that level of support. And warning, the free edition of the podcast has commercials in it. So if you don't want those commercials, just listen to the Ultimate Edition. You got it? That's patreon.com slash Show, and now let the cartoons begin. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. What do you say, big guy? You want to go for a ride in the Bobmobile? The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, August 24, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. How are you? I'm Bob. That's my name. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 946 of the Biden-Harris administration, 438 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on threads and Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, Spoutable Bob Seska. Our Patreon page is BobSeskaShow.com. And those two people sitting right over there, they're called the Goth Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> It is Sleepy Jody Hamilton. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Very. From the Stephanie Miller Show, she's the executive producer, don't you know? StephanieMiller.com, also FreeSpeech.org, SexyLiberal.com, Patreon.com slash Stephanie Miller Show. And David T. Rex Ferguson. His music project is Astral Summer. His uh, Patreon page is Patreon.com slash Astral Summer. There you go. Okay, yeah. God Ninjas, hi, hello. Hi, What's happening? Hello. Namaste, cocksuckers. Um, <laughs> so, so well, jo- what is the Bobmobile? What kind of car do you drive, Bob? I, you know what? I, dr- <laughs> I drive. I know a- that Jody and 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 uh, Lanny they have like a fleet of jalopies, but like. No, no, no. We have a, a 1931, an authentic 1931 Ford Model A. There you go. And, and you have to, how you shift is really weird on it. And then um, we have a, a tea bucket <laughs> from 1923. Yeah. Um, and then I drive a, an old Lexus from 2002 that now finally has 56,000 miles on it. 
Yeah, Aww. David, you need to pay closer attention. I I drive the Batmobile. <laughs> that's that's is my it black or is it purple or is it like my car, which is like Blackberry? If I had the choice of any Batmobile, it would easily be the Adam West Batmobile. The, oh yeah, the, the, the long sleek with the fins. Blackmobile with yeah. the fins and the red stripes. Oh my God, absolutely, <laughs> that would be mine. I mean, a close second would obviously be Michael Keaton's Batmobile, and maybe on certain days I would choose that one. But from where I'm sitting today, right now, especially after seeing Vivek Ramaswamy's go with a smile Joker grin all last night, yeah. I think I'm sticking with the uh, Adam West Batmobile to uh, answer your question there, David. Okay, so it's uh, Trump has been, or Trump so will be. So basically you drive a Prius, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, You're I, like, uh, I drive a Corvette. Yeah. yeah. No, That's the ticket. Uh, That's the ticket. <laughs> I wish I had more to say about my own car, but it's, there's nothing, absolutely nothing fancy about it. In fact, for the longest time, Kimberly and I had the exact same car. We each had our own version of the same car. Different and colors? It's same color. So, tan, gray, silver, whatever the most boring color is for a car. <laughs> That's me. I don't want to necessarily say what kind of car I drive. It's a Mazda 3. But, uh... <laughs> That's it. It's the furthest thing from being a fancy Batmobile. It is the most unfancy car. Mainly because I don't drive anywhere. Why, why do I need a fancy car? I don't go anywhere. Yeah. Just, I sit here all day. All right, so uh, Trump is going to be arrested sometime today. Those of you listening Yay. to the show later on. Uh, Merry Restmas. Yeah, uh, you will have already witnessed it. We have not witnessed it yet. Future people. Yeah, where's our Trump being arrested music? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the mugshot. I at least hope the mugshot happens before we wrap up the show today. Yeah. Welcome to Georgia, con man. <laughs> you know what? Come on down. We got a pair of cuffs for you and some fingerprinting. Yeah. Do. Let's get some Georgia. Here's some Georgia there music. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it's the designing women. Uh, yes, we go with the lamest yeah. of all versions of this song. This is REM from their lounge music phase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anytime now, we're going to get a mug shot. We're going to uh, hear about how much he actually weighs or and what his actual height is, <laughs> apparently. There's nine mug shots so far. It's like, hey, Siri. Show me the nine most unfuckable people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jenna Ellis was very happy. Yeah, that's picture. right. Jenna it's Ellis. Rudy wasn't farting on her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you all saw. a different room. You saw the Brady Bunch grid going yeah, around. Yeah, that, right? that was brilliant. That was brilliant. That was Muller. That was Allison Gill. It was brilliant. <laughs> Here's yeah. a story of a bunch of shadies who were trying to pull off a little coup. <laughs> They were totally incompetent and crazy. They're trying to count. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, close. That was close. That was good. Um, yeah. Give me 10 minutes. I'll have the whole thing. Oh, when I posted the grid on Instagram and included this music with it, I put Jenna Ellis in the Cindy Brady slot. <laughs> if you know anything about the actress who played Cindy Brady, you know that mm -hmm. that's kind of appropriate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's a bit MAGA, apparently. So uh, that's it. Yeah, the mug shots were hilarious yesterday, but we've still got 10 more to go. I think <laughs> we only got nine of them out of the so 19. We collect them all. It's like Pokemon cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the, the tactics used while the mug shots were being taken were telling. And, and just going back to Jenna Ellis for a second, deliberately smiling because she's playing the narrative, right? 
Because mm-hmm. if you look frowny like Rudy Giuliani did, you're going to look guilty in the public's right. eye. But if you look happy and carefree, that means, well, I've got nothing to lose. I'll be just fine. Yeah, and that's not what she gave in that picture. <laughs> she is pulled yeah. so fucking tight. It looks like somebody has to have a shop back in her asshole. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, David! Ouch. No, I mean, so blue. That is just the look on her face. It's like I'm flying. I'm flying. <laughs> yeah. When it happened, she made this sound. <laughs> oh my uh. God. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, meantime, former President Trump. Can we hear had, that Jody sound again? I just love it so much. Yes, of course. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of makes me feel like that moment when your car gets a little air when you're going too fast down a hilly street, you know? Like your stomach kind of goes, woo, for a second. Yeah. Well, we also have this Jody sound. F you. Yeah. You feel it? Even where the wheels just leave the pavement for just a split second there on the... Yeah. That's right. It is. There's like a revving aspect to it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't it remember what that's like. From, if, we, yeah. if we like blue velvet, like we accept helium yes. in the tank instead of nitrous, you know, it's, daddy's coming home. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, meantime, Donald Trump has replaced his top Georgia lawyer ahead of his surrender. Yep. Drew Findling is Something the lawyer like that, who yeah. I was Trump's a little worried. Yeah, because the one he, the lawyer he had before is known as a really good lawyer. Drew Findling. Of course, he had to. Yeah. The, no, the one he fired, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's the one he fired. Drew Finley yeah. is the one he fired. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, he's uh, replaced by Stephen Sadow. It's a, mm-hmm. a, he's an Atlanta-based criminal defense attorney. So, yeah. And what were you going to say about uh, Drew Findling? Oh, just that I was like, ooh, he did get a good lawyer. Shit. <laughs> so, but, you know, fortunately he has done what, you know, Trump, everything that Trump does makes things worse for Trump. Of course. Yep. To be like, this lawyer is too competent. Let's get someone who's a complete nut job in a pal answer suit. <laughs> That's you know? right. This is probably just Donald Trump micromanaging and Drew Feindling going, uh, you know, fuck this noise. I'm so mm-hmm. done with this yeah. clown telling yep. me what I can't do in his defense. Mm-hmm. He's just going to keep things My making worse for himself. Feindling was yeah. like, you need to plea. Yeah, right. Right. You know, he was like, there's the evidence is too solid against you and you need to plead. It's the only way we're going to manage this without you going to prison. And Trump was like, I'm innocent, you know, and fired him. Yeah. Well, it could also be because I'm sure Donald Trump was getting pushback from his legal team about that press conference he was supposed to do on Monday with the allegations of the rigged 2020 election and all that nonsense. <laughs> Remember, he backpedaled, and we were yeah, all speculating. Yeah, it vanished like Infrastructure Week, just a will <laughs> of the wisp. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I wonder if that was Feindling who said no. And then maybe it was also Feindling who recommended that Donald Trump not do last night's debate. Who knows? Who knows what's going yeah. on inside? It could also be that just Donald Trump decided, hey, you know what, Drew, Mr. Feindling, you're not getting paid. We're not going to pay you, because that's there what Donald go. Trump does with everybody. And along those lines, Rudy Giuliani continues to be honored to face prison for Donald Trump. This continues to amaze me. And I know I shouldn't be amazed at observing these guys who are so desperately willing to put their entire lives and livelihoods and finances and everything on the chopping block in the name of defending Donald Trump. But there's Rudy, even after getting arrested yesterday and having his mugshot taken, Rudy Giuliani was still like, hey, this is a great honor. I'm so happy to be doing this. 
And the only you know, well, that's the Bannon thing, you know, when yeah. you declare everything to be a hundred percent the opposite of what it actually is. <laughs> yeah, everything's awesome. That, yeah, yeah. You right. know, yeah, you're doing psyops. You know, right. I've never felt so powerful as when I was being marched down the hall in handcuffs. Yeah. Well, we'll never rule out the fact that Rudy Giuliani is perpetually hammered too. So. This may have been the fact. I was America's mayor. Damn it. Yeah, I'm the same guy <laughs> that defended New York City on 9-11 and fought the mafia <laughs> in federal court. I am a fucking legal legend, and it is despicable. <laughs> it's despicable. Rudy. It's despicable. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> So here's Rudy Giuliani. I have any room to make fun of anybody else's S's, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's Rudy Giuliani outside the uh, jail after getting uh, his mugshot taken, uh, and a reporter was uh, peppering him with questions, and Rudy drunkenly answered those questions like an idiot. Uh, You know, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more after we listen to this audio. Pay for your jet down here, Mr. Giuliani. Uh, Do you regret attaching your name to the former president? Do I what? Do you regret attaching your name to the former president? Right. What? what words? I don't understand things. <laughs> you talking to me, punk? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> no, it's over here. I'm doing the presser over here. It's the lights out <laughs> over there. <laughs> Why what? Do you regret attaching your name to the former president? <laughs> I am very... <laughs> <laughs> he just... Rudy Giuliani just did this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but backwards. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is higher than the first one. Right. Why is that so funny to me? <laughs> no, no, you want me to do it again? Yeah, let's, well, wait, let's, I want to hear the actual one, and then you can do it all you want. Here we go. For president. Do I what? Do you regret attaching your name to the former president? <laughs> I am very, very honored. Yeah. Ah, I'm so gay. I'm frolicking and gambling. Whee. <laughs> <laughs> so fake. I mean, this is all, like I said, it's the whole bandit or the, what is it? Um, oh, God, why can't I think of his name suddenly? You know, Dr. Help me. Ronnie Jackson? No, no. Bornstein. No. Dr. Bornstein. Dr. Feelgood. He's not really a doctor. He went to University of Hungary. Or Dr. Something. Demento. Oh, oh, no. Um, <laughs> Dr. Demento. Sebastian Gorka. 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 Sebastian Gorka. When you are near, appear far. When you are weak, appear strong. This is the Tao of Gorka. Yeah, like you completely try to pretend that everything's 180 from what yeah. it actually is. It's completely yeah. that cartoon of the dog sitting there in the middle of the fire going, this is fine. <laughs> this is fine! <laughs> <laughs> oh my I just, God. I feel the urge to like kick up my heels in a sort of gay and carefree manner like a young dandy, a veritable jackanape. Yeah. Um. Oh my God! I never noticed this when I was recording the audio. I, I didn't notice the. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! <laughs> oh my God! That's so funny. Let's hear that one more time. You regret attaching your name to the former president. <laughs> I am very, very honored. I'm very honored uh, to be involved in this case honored. because you this case is to a your stepmother <laughs> and do what she says. Things are gonna change around here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, let's listen to Rudy. Let's listen right. to Rudy being completely delusional about all this. Uh, to be involved in this case, because this case is a fight for our way of life. This, this, in, this indictment is a travesty. It's an attack on not just me, not just President Trump, not just a... People in this indictment, some of whom I don't even know. I'm wondering if that siren is deliberate. I wonder if it's that guy who blows the whistle, you know, at the the, uh, car coup sign. And and there have been people who are disrupting Republican statements to the press when they're outside. Like there was the guy I was just mentioning him, the guy who had like was blowing a whistle every time Steve Bannon would talk. Yeah. (laughs) So I wonder if that's it or if that's just the cops coming for Rudy. I think it was his ride. Oh, yeah, it's his, it's, his, it's his escort back to the airport, maybe. I don't know. If this could happen Watch to me, who is probably the most prolific prosecutor, maybe in American history, and the most effective mayor for sure, it can happen to you. It can happen to you. Well, I got news for you. This should happen to you. mayor, and he was a... Connie yeah. Willis is a better prosecutor. They were incompetent and a little crazy, but they say it could happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It does happen to everybody. It happens to yeah. regular people all the time. Yes. I, when they commit federal crimes. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> Thank you. Do you. You think the FBI only recently started doing pre-dawn raids and indicting people? Are you kidding me? No, of course not. But this is, of course, an information silo. And so whatever Rudy says or Donald Trump or any of these assholes, it's the truth for half of the voting population. And by the way, when I, I say it's half, I think it's I think it's 30 percent max. I don't think it's half of us. Yep. Donald Trump got close to what is it? Forty seven percent of the vote. In we 2020, are old people heavy in this country. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it's well, nearly and that half. was the, that was in 2020, not now. I think it's gone a lot down. Well, we'll see in 2024, based on yes. the overall national popular vote. Yeah. We should assume it's close. Yeah. So, regardless, we're talking about in the range of half. I mean, we could quibble about uh, you know a margin of error, three points here or there, but. Generally speaking, it's about half. And so they all buy this shit. No matter what kind of bullshit that gets fed to them, they're all sucking it down like baby birds. And we're going to get into that a lot more when we talk about the uh, Republican debate here coming up. That just continues to astound me. All the people whose lives are ruined by Donald Trump, and yet people still wrap their arms and legs around Donald Trump's pant leg and just hump away. It's an mm-hmm. incredible thing to observe. I wrote in the uh, banter today, uh, it's out right now, thebanter.substack.com. Trump's been up to these kinds of scams for decades. It's not like he emerged at the top of the escalator in 2015 from another dimension of the multiverse, freshly formed <laughs> without any history. I mean, this guy's got a paper trail attached like toilet paper to his shoe. It's so lengthy, it can only be measured in astronomical units. There's no mystery here. Trump is a crook, and he always has been. So you got like eight Trump officials, not including Russians, who were convicted as a consequence of the Trump-Russia investigation. You got six Trump officials who are unindicted co-conspirators in Jack Smith's prosecution. You got 19 Trump officials who are co-defendants in Fulton County. You got Fox News, who had, who's already had to pay, what is it, $787 million in damages? in their process of defending Donald Trump and then, by extension, defaming Dominion, right? Right. So I mean, it's, it just, you could do this list all damn day 
of people who are totally screwed. We talked about this last week. Michael Caputo, who was the guy who manipulated those COVID-19 reports from the CDC so they'd conform with Trump's bullshit about the pandemic. He tweeted the other day about how he had to spend $300,000 plus on lawyers in the in what he calls the Clinton Russia hoax. He was just a witness, he said. He said these 18 additional uh, targets in the Georgia indictment are in for far more legal expenses, which just makes me laugh oh, like Rudy Giuliani. Who? Ha-ha! You're kidding. I just laugh Ha-ha! like Rudy Giuliani. Ha-ha! They'll lose their homes, he wrote, pull their kids out of schools, delay medical care. He said, if you laugh, you're going to hell. And of course, I'm going straight to hell because... I have family members there, so, uh, you know. (laughs) I mean... Save you a seat. Thanks. What did you think was going to happen when you buddy up to Donald Trump? Exactly. There's a long history of this shit. He has no regard. Do you think he cares about Sidney Powell? He wouldn't cross the street to piss on Sidney Powell's shoes. Right. That's just the way he is, and everybody knows it. And yet they still line up to be totally screwed by this guy. It's an amazing thing. Maybe it's one of those things where they kind of try to game it so that they can maximize the grift without getting caught into some sort of criminality. Except these idiots, the 19, including Donald Trump... You know, they stepped right into it. They fell right into Donald Trump's propeller. And, and we've seen a long list of them before. Was it Steve Bannon or Mike Flynn or Michael Cohen, Paul Manafort, the long list, George Papadopoulos. This is far beyond the sucker behavior of Donald Trump's followers, who, by the way, are also losing things themselves, losing their life savings, losing money from their checking accounts, donating to Donald Trump's legal slush fund. You could do this list all day. In fact, someone could do their entire doctoral thesis calculating the amount of money people have wasted on Donald Trump only to be eventually screwed by him. So, and oh, we... That's just the deals we know about. That's not the mob deals and the secret, like, backroom construction deals and contract bribes and I just, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. The list goes on and on and on. I mean, you could spend years doing that kind of research. The calculations, the people who end up going to prison for Donald Trump, the people who end up going broke because they had to legally defend themselves after being pals with Donald Trump or getting involved with some sort of Donald Trump criminal escapade. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think one of the reasons that uh, Trump employee number four has flipped <laughs> in the Fulton County case. Once again, the Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a perfectly brown pancake. Just flip it right over. Yep. Yeah. And this is great. Uh, this is not good news for Donald Trump. He's got to no. be shitting his diapers over this. A Trump employee who monitored security cameras at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate abruptly retracted his earlier grand jury testimony and implicated Trump and others in obstruction of justice just after switching from an attorney paid for by the Trump Political Action Committee to a lawyer from the Federal Defender's Office in Washington, prosecutors said. The aide described as Trump employee number four in public court filings but identified elsewhere as Yusel Tavares, held the title of Director of Information Technology at Mar-a-Lago. He initially testified to a grand jury in Washington, D.C., 
that he was unaware of any effort to erase the videos. But after getting the new attorney, quote, immediately retracted his prior false testimony and detailed the alleged effort to tamper with evidence related to the investigation of the handling of classified information stored at Trump's Florida home. To me, the entire Mar-a-Lago case comes down to this, to this guy. Tavares is like the John Dean of this entire criminal enterprise that happened at Mar-a-Lago with these documents. Because the fact that Donald Trump asked him to erase the security camera footage proves that Donald Trump had something to hide. And what was that? It was obvious he was trying to deceive and lie to the FBI. And Pretty that, much de facto yeah. obstruction of justice. I mean, that's the definition of obstruction yeah. of justice. Exactly. Absolutely. But it also, in obstructing justice, Donald Trump proved that he was aware of the fact that he was committing a crime. Because mm-hmm. if he had nothing to hide, he wouldn't have been going through all those efforts to try to erase the security camera footage. Exactly. So this is just Donald Trump making things worse for Donald Trump. And then eventually, a few of these people who decided, let's be in Donald Trump's orbit and see what happens. Fortunately, we've had a few of them who've seen the light before it's too late for them. And this guy, uh, Yusel Tavares, is one of them. Uh, there have been very few. Mm-hmm. Michael Cohen saw the light too late. Says who? Yep. But so many others have just clung to that uh, steering wheel of the Titanic, and went mm-hmm. right on down, <laughs> hit every propeller on the way. So uh, uh, it reminds me of the next to the last scene of Fargo. Do you remember where she's like, and I assume that's your uh, friend there in the wood chipper? <laughs> in the wood chipper. <laughs> he was a funny looking guy. He was kind of funny looking. <laughs> he was uncircumcised. But aside oh, from yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just funny oh, yeah. Looking. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just a funny looking guy, um, you know? But seriously, I mean, he really does. Like, Donald Trump goes through people. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, let's hear this. Where's he going with this? Let's hear it. <laughs> like what, David? <laughs> Oh, I just lost my train of thought because oh, she got me going damn. with that he's funny looking. He's a funny looking oh, little guy. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh thought... Trump goes through people like a fucking chronic masturbator goes through Kleenex. I mean, <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <laughs> we really do. We sound like a group of uh, merry making men from the, you know. <laughs> you know, that might be the name. Ha-ha, Fortescue. Might be the name Quite a wicket. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I might just make ha ha the name of today's show. I mean, how could we not? <laughs> I like uh, it. How could we not? All right. Uh, we've got lots more to come on the show today. We're going to get obviously dig into last night's debate. Uh, the Hall of Will Never Be Presidents, as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All lined so up. So many things to say about the proceedings last night from Vivek Ramaswamy's Go With a Smile Joker Grin. All the way down to everyone trying to out-extremist each other on abortion. To It sounds like people doing hobo fights at the Island of Misfit Toys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Here, one-eyed elephant, I'll give you $50 to go kick that broken doll's ass. <laughs> okay, back with our recap of the Republican debate right after these words. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, 
now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska. And this features Mudbone Cooper. It is a song called <laughs> Party in the USA. <laughs> See, now every time I listen to Freak Bass, I envision him playing the bass line based on his uh, videos on TikTok. Ah, which you got to follow Freak Bass on TikTok and social media because he's always posting these jam videos that are just outstanding. And I... I imagine this song started as a jam on TikTok Live or something like that. Get off and find Freakbase. Also, Twitch. I'm gonna start using that, yeah. don't I? Twitch.tv slash Freakbase. Also, yeah. Okay, link in the description to support Freakbase and Party in the USA at bobseska.com. Find this episode 82423. Click on that link, scroll on down, and you'll find uh, the links to support all the independent recording artists here on the show. Okay, very briefly, before we get to the Republican debate, this is a word for all of our Patreon subscribers at patreon.com slash Show. If you're signed up to, say, for example, the $15 a month Ultimate Edition level, you have to listen to the Ultimate Edition version of the podcast if you don't want commercials. But if you're signed up at the $15 level and you don't want commercials and you listen to the free edition of the podcast on the Patreon page, you will hear commercials. That's how it goes. The free edition on the Patreon page of the podcast is the same version, the same file that shows up on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and all the other platforms. So again, if you're paying for no commercials, which is only the $15 Ultimate Edition level tier, if you want to call it that. If you're paying for that, you have to listen to the ultimate edition of the podcast if you don't want commercials. Am I, am I making sense? Hello? Is this Are you saying uh-huh. you have a, a yeah. two-tiered patronage <laughs> system, Bob? I, 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 suffice to say, I posted a thing. If you're subscribed on Patreon, I posted a thing explaining all of this. There's been some confusion. Because some people are noticing that there are commercials in the free edition of the show as it's posted on the Patreon page. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be. There's either promos or commercials or both. So the big Republican (laughs) debate last night was a shit show, suffice to say. Um, The first thing I noticed right out of the bag 
holy fuck, the American fascist party finally decided on a uniform. And it's the Trump, it's the Trump uniform. Literally, David, I, I don't know if you watched the debate, but no. every man on stage was wearing the same fucking suit. I know. What is up with that? I mean, was it an oversized blue, navy blue suit with a blue tie and a white? A no, red tie a red a tie. Shirt. Yeah, and a white shirt. And Nikki Haley should have been dressed like that, too. That would have just made it perfect. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Haley was not dressed like that. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some MAGA discussion forums where they were criticizing Nikki Haley for not wearing a blue suit, red tie, and a white shirt. I'm sure of it. Because they all were. I mean, down to, I mean, even the tr people who are opposed to Donald Trump, like Asa Hutchinson and Chris Christie, they were still wearing the Donald Trump suit. They were wearing. How, why would you do that? They were, I mean, it, I, mean I couldn't believe it. Am I the only one who thinks that's totally fucked up? It that was they were, weird. They, I mean, literally the same suit ensemble, dark blue suit with the white shirt and the red tie. The only variation was Asa Hutchinson had little teeny tiny white dots on his red tie, mm -hmm. which were barely noticeable. And then Brett Baer, who was also wearing the uniform, had some diagonal stripes uh, mixing up the red main color of the tie. So every man on that stage was wearing the same thing. I mean... Yeah, I think I was the it's only one who was having a completely yeah. atrocious idea. Like, uh -huh. I mean, it just seems like you would, again, I don't know why none of them are going like, it's my turn. We've got to take this guy down. You know, <laughs> right. like, elbow him out of the way. He's old. He's mean. He's not very smart. Just go for it. Where is the killer instinct? But that's the thing. All these quote unquote alpha males in the Republican Party yeah. are a bunch of bootlicking suck-ups. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so they, of course they all dress like the class bully so people will think they're cool because the voters are just that dumb. They'll be like, I, there's something I like about the way he's dressed. I can't put my finger on it. You right. Know, like. Yeah. <laughs> and so no wonder they mostly went light on Donald Trump. Chris Christie was pretty hard on Donald Trump last night. Nikki Haley, kind of. Asa Hutchinson mm -hmm. was pretty rough on Donald Trump last night. We've got some clips along those lines. But the fact that they were all wearing the Donald Trump ensemble, that uniform, was terrifying to me. Imagine if the uniform wasn't a blue suit with a red tie. It was a light brown suit with an armband. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. that's one of the things that was so alarming about it. Republican leadership has decided this is the way we're all going to dress. This is now the uniform of the fascist takeover of the United States. That's what we were seeing last night. And uh, it wasn't like I was sitting there being fashion police or anything like that. I don't care about the fashion aspect would, of it. I think their staff would at least coordinate. I mean, because it's like, you know, when you would show up at the party, you're like, oh, my God, we're wearing the same thing. You know, like, come on, guys. Yeah. Get your shit together. Like, I mean, if it was the same thing, but it wasn't the Donald Trump ensemble, I'd be like, well, okay, that's not as bad. It's still pretty bad, but not as bad. But it was literally what Donald Trump wears all the time. And you know what? You know the only person last night of the Republican field who wasn't wearing the dark suit and the red tie was Donald Trump. He wore a, like a light blue tie with Tucker Carlson. We're going to play some highlights from that later on. Mm. But there was that. Then there was the competition to see who could be the most extreme about abortion. Let's start out with Ron DeSantis's wild, ridiculous, made-up story about someone named Penny, who uh, whose mother tried to abort her allegedly four times, and she survived. <laughs> Which she's a wily little fetus, just <laughs> jumping out the way again and again. <laughs> Let 
Like, you can't shag me, boo! Move, move. <laughs> like the gingerbread man of fetuses. Can't catch exactly. me. <laughs> can't catch me. I'm Penny. I've survived four abortions. I can do anything. I know a lady in Florida named Penny. She survived multiple abortion attempts. She was what? left discarded in a pan. <laughs> She was left discarded in a pan. Oh, my God. She is actually a single flipper with eyes. Um. <laughs> and then it was like everyone else tried to one-up that. It was like they yeah. were trying to... It's, wait, but I mean, let's just pause for a moment here. Okay. Like, I mean, like, he's acting like she fucking remembers every detail, you know, yeah. of every single abortion attempt. But, like, I mean, what doctor is this incompetent? This is only happening when people don't have access to abortion. Because, yeah. I mean, if this was a true story, it would be because the woman was trying to self-abort. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. chucking herself down, you know, but, like, okay, let's get back to the Penny the Wily fetus. Yeah, well, that was it. That's, <laughs> that's entirely it. it I like, think that is the title of today's show. Penny, Penny the, the, the Wily, wily fetus. fetus. Let's just predict, well, take a moment of, it, of you know sol- solemnity and silence for well, Penny. Th- those of you who are after party listeners know that Kimberly and I always joke about this because uh, Kimberly wrote a book called Peyton's Choice. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, a young adult novel about a girl who. Uh, at age 17 becomes pregnant and decides to have an abortion. And it's an uplifting story where the abortion decision is not harrowing and awful. It's just the choice that's made by someone who's not ready to have a child. And and so we got riffing on the show about the sequel to Peyton's Choice called Peyton's Fetus. And Peyton's Fetus escapes the abortion, doesn't end up, ends up not getting aborted. And uh, runs away, gets a little like a, a kerchief filled with things on the end of a stick. It's Penny. This is Penny the Flipper that survived in the pen. That's right. <laughs> Ends up riding the rails with some boxcar hobos or something like <laughs> eating beans out of a can. That's the Penny story, isn't it? I got to ask Kimberly about that. Maybe Ron DeSantis is stealing uh, information from her book she or listening too. to the after party for, <laughs> for ideas. But that's uh, obviously a complete lie. There's no verification of any of that actually happening. But that's not the thing. The thing is, they're already in big trouble for being too extremist on abortion. And what they tried to do on stage last night was to out-extremist each other. Yeah. Like, who can come up with the craziest fucking thing to say about abortion on stage? I'm fucking running a sea shanty as we speak. Like, I've just lost the thread because I'm thinking we're going, tiny and pink and clever and quick. It's Penny the Wily Fetus. (laughs) (laughs) Keep writing, man. I got to hear that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) What rhymes with fetus? Beavis. Father's name was Cletus. (laughs) There you go. Elitist. Rhymes with fetus could could be. Uh, Also, the moderators at one point asked for a show of hands of how many candidates believe in human-caused climate change and not a single candidate raised their hand. Oh, God. What a fucking bunch of dullards. You fucking stooges. You fucking beta suck-up, boot-licking, fascist wannabes cannot even eat like... You can't even, I just, it's like you're so afraid of sticking out. But that's the only way you're ever going to beat the fucker. So you're all just like abused spouses, like cringing. (laughs) Like, just fucking idiots. God damn it. You're all should have been aborted. Well, the, the additional note on this is a couple of months ago, Vivek Ramaswamy said in an interview that he believes that climate change is real and that human activity caused a lot of it. 
But the I, optics, Bob. The optics of being yeah. the only person to raise your hand on that stage. We got to think about the optic. I mean, you just yeah. And by the way, we're going to talk to uh, we're going to talk extensively here about Vivek Ramaswamy. Just one second. Uh, Ram smart, smarmy. <laughs> so smarmy. So incredibly smarmy. DeSantis was an awkward disaster throughout the whole thing. And one of the biggest memes to come out of that debate last night is that one shot of Ron DeSantis trying to force that smile at the very end of one of his remarks where he just stopped and he had a blank stare on his face. And then he just started to ever so slightly grin. And it's like, it's like the servo motors in his face got gummed up <laughs> with. <laughs> and he just couldn't do it. And right out of the gate, it was just like someone asked him a question and he was just like motor mouth right through yeah. that pre-rehearsed answer and everything was so obviously rehearsed. In fact, they were all like that. I mean, Ramaswamy came Anybody ask him to define woke? Because that should be the question everybody asks him everywhere he goes. Because I Woke mean, was only whole... mentioned once last night. That was Nikki amazing. Haley, I believe. Yeah, that he was probably incredible. figured joke. out that the whole like no nouns, no verbs on the word woke is not a campaign strategy. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. gives a shit. Polls are coming back going, uh, nobody cares about this, Ron. Right. Rob. Well, here's Ron DeSantis being cued to say something by Brett Baer and Ron DeSantis was just staring into the camera and by the way the dead air here where Ron DeSantis didn't know that he should start talking it's only 10 seconds so I couldn't fit the Warner Brothers frog song into it which I needed 17 Warner Brothers frog at 1.5 speed Can't do that. I wish I had the technology for that. Just listen to the raw sound of Ron DeSantis not saying a goddamn thing after Brett Bear goes, uh, Governor DeSantis? It's just like nothing. Governor DeSantis. And he's just staring into the camera. Staring, 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 staring. Governor, this is our time for choosing. <laughs> governor, hello, Governor. It was like a, a record. Wait, give me the cue. I think I can fit the whole song in there. I'm just it was like it Paula really Poundstone fast. saying hello t- 10 million times on Stephanie's show. <laughs> That's right. Roll the audio, Bob. I can do this. Come on. Governor DeSantis. Hello, baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Hello, you close by wire. Honey, my heart's on fire. If you lose me, baby, you lose me, and you'll be this all alone. This is our time Call for choosing. Oh, I couldn't get it. Oh, it didn't work. No, Come on, sorry. let me try it again. I can do this. <laughs> You want to try it one more time? I'll give you one more shot at it. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Ron DeSantis, short-circuiting. Governor DeSantis. Hello, everybody. Hello, my darling. Hello, right time, girl. I'm in the on fire. If you lose me, if you lose me, then you'll be all alone. Call me on the telephone. This is our time for cheer. Oh, close. Uh, close enough. No, I totally nailed it. I got that in there. <laughs> Just the sustain on the last note. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about Vivek Ramaswamy. Because everyone's talking about Vivek Ramaswamy today. I mean, I guess if we must. Yeah. Just to give you a taste, those of you who didn't watch the debate, here's a taste of his style. Listen to this. This sounds like, you know, and in fact, Chris Christie had a great line last night. Yeah. He said that Ramaswamy sounds like uh, chat GPT. Chat GPT, yeah. Chat (laughs) 2.0. Totally true. He sounds like a Siri kind of voice, right? Mm -hmm. This is, is, uh, let me see, where is the Ramaswamy? Okay, here we go. This is Vivek Ramaswamy uh, summarizing his uh, debate performance. Mr. Ramaswamy, 
I was born in 1985, and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we- is, You know what this is? Sounds like uh, Ben Shapiro at half speed. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ramaswamy. I was born in 1985, and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences. Is he enunciating well enough for everyone? God, he sounds like a, a Pentecostal preacher at the bottom <laughs> of it all, you know, like a youth minister. I'm pronouncing every syllable perfectly in 1985. Diversity. <laughs> I like the pause he's like, I was born uh, in 1985. <laughs> like, he's like just kind of leaning into the swagger a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is so much that we forgot all of the ways we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set the. We are the same as Americans, bound by the same set of ideals. He does sound like a robot. <laughs> it sounds kind of like Ben Shapiro, too. This is that, like, right wing, like, I am smart. Yeah. Except it's SMRT. Like, I'm smart, you know, like. Uh... Didn't Chris Lavoy say on Stephanie's show this morning that uh, that Vivek the has a little, yeah, a little bit of a sibling s going on? Uh-huh. Is uh, yeah. Chris Lavoy's observation? Yeah. yeah, listen, listen carefully. This nation into motion in 1776. 1776 and this is our moment to revive those common ideals. Those common ideals. Okay, did you ever see the producers? The, <laughs> yes. The the musical version of it. Yeah. Um. There's there's a scene where one of the characters. Goes. That's Ramaswamy. <laughs> well, I've already nailed the impression, so we've got that mm-hmm. going for us here on the show for the next couple of months. So <laughs> let's get back to this a hole. God is real. God there is real. There are two genders. Oh, wait a second. These are the things that are always true. That God is real. No. Here we go. This is our moment. I can't help to- but visualize him like trembling like a Chihuahua as he's doing this. You know. <laughs> It sounds like he should be doing unboxing videos on TikTok. Yeah. Or like selling anti-aging serum. Check this out. Look as I'm unboxing this. That is some quality packaging on this bottle of anti-aging serum containing space age technology in the packaging alone. Yeah, it's just vaseline and leftover. What's the fucking dewormer? Ivermectin. Ivermectin, yeah. (laughs) Buy Vivek's own Ivermectin. Okay, so here are the common ideals from 1985. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. No, it's not. No, it's not. Whatever, you dickhead. 1985 was the year they trotted out new coke. Okay, that's how good the ideas from 1985 are, dickhead. (laughs) An open border is not a border. Parents determine. Well, it is a border, you son of a bitch. There are actual borders. It's just not every border requires a fucking paranoid wall. (laughs) The border between North Carolina and South Carolina is pretty open, but, you know, it's a border. The proof? You want another proof, David? Is, of course, the existence of south of the border. The tourist trap on I-95 where you can buy fireworks and play miniature golf. <laughs> at south God of the border. Help us all. 
1985, I was born at South of the Border. The education of their children, the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to man. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government, not four. There, what? There are three branches of government, not four. That actually is like a fairly, like, I mean, at least you got one civics class answer right, but. Yeah, but who's saying there are four branches of government? <sighs> Maybe it's the fake news. I, I have no idea what any of that means. Yeah, there's a, the fourth estate, but there's nothing official about that. It's just kind of a nickname. What are estates one, two, and three, then? I've always wondered that. Judicial, executive, and legislative. Those are branches of government, not estates. I've never heard them right. called the judicial estate of government. There are three Ugh. branches of government, not four. And the U.S. Yeah, what the fuck is that? What the he fuck said, is he talking about? Let me tell you about capitalism lifting us up, gang. This morning I went to drop off our fucking bread, or, you know. Okay, so when the bread, we can't sell our bread the second day, but it's still good, so we take it to the food bank. Yeah. And I pull up to the food bank, and there's this lady there, probably late 60s, early 70s, lovely summertime blouse. Uh -huh. Looks like a nice lady, but she looks so sad. And I'm dropping off the stuff, and she's like, oh, that's so nice at the bakery donates to the food bank and I was like we can't you know it's just as good the second day we just can't sell it and she's like I lost my letter from the county and they won't give me any food today oh, oh man. man so I ran up to the bags and I grabbed a big fat loaf of bread and I ran it over to her and I was like take this and put it in a 350 degree oven for 10 minutes it's going to be crunchy on the outside and soft and inside the best bread you've ever had and she's she started to cry of course oh man and, you know, she's like, you know, oh, you're so kind. And, oh, God, but I was just, you know, this perfectly nice lady who's probably, like, never even smoked a cigarette or, you know, jaywalked in her life. But, yeah. like, society has fucking just spat her out yep. as useless, you know, and, like... Well, I mean, that's one that's of the things... probably be the only thing she eats today is that loaf of bread that I gave her, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's fucking so, awful. So, yeah, I don't want to fucking hear about capitalism lifting us up. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially if not from a guy who probably was born with, like, $800,000 in his savings account already. Yeah, you know? I mean, he's a billionaire at 38. Uh, he didn't oh, do that on his own. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Right, right. These goddamn low, they're, they're like, I, I mean, I've met like more astute lichens clinging to the trunks of trees, yeah, you know, yeah. than these fucking idiots. Like, you know, bits of moss mm -hmm. that had like more relevant views on the universe. I just, I fucking can't stand them. Yeah. Well, we're done with Vivek for now. I'm going to stop playing mm. this clip. There's uh, several more seconds here. I'm just going to bail Let's hear that. Ah, 1985. One more time. <laughs> just give us the beginning. Okay. Like, I was born in a. Ah, 1985. Mr. Ramaswamy. I was born in 1985. and I, I was born in uh, 1985. <laughs> He's <laughs> like trying to do the math in his head. Started to belch a little bit. I was born in 1985. <laughs> the acid reflux there. <laughs> so uh, Frank Conniff said this about Vivek Ramaswamy. He said, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has an arrogant tech bro dumbass vibe that's all too familiar these days. Have a feeling his first act as president would be to change the name of America to X. So that was yeah. the great Frank Conniff. John Fugelsang said, I'm scared of being trapped on an elevator with Vivek, but that's about it. 
All right, here uh, is Mike Pence slamming Vivek Ramaswamy on his absence of experience. I didn't say lack of experience. Mike Pence is slamming anybody. It's basically like a little old lady, like, snapping her purse (laughs) shut extra loud in church. But you know what? I mean, that guy has all the life and vigor of a fucking fern. But you know what? I partially agree with him on this. So here's Mike Pence hitting uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I mean, look, Joe Biden has weakened this country at home and abroad. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. We need to bring in... Yeah, and then it disintegrates, right? Everybody fucking hates you, Mike Pence. Nobody likes you. Not even the people whose boots you licked for the last... Seven years, yeah, dickhead. But I mean, this crowd, we want rank amateurs, we want rank amateurs. That's what, well, but his own fucking boss was the one who was supposed to be learning on the job, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now that Joe Biden has ruined our country and disgraced us abroad, my butt plug is awfully big tonight. (laughs) It's like. I, but you know what? I agree with the overall sentiment he's of what right, Mike yeah. Pence said because yeah, right. it's arguably the world's most consequential job, and yet millions of us believe that it's okay to elect a president with zero government experience. I mean, I always go mm. to this metaphor, but would they hire a brain surgeon with no experience? Of course they wouldn't. Then why would they hire the steward of a colossal nuclear arsenal who also doesn't have any experience? Just we have me this nuts. whole stupid idea in this country that if someone is good at making money, then they are uh, they're amazing at everything. Obviously, if they can run a company, yeah, they can run the country. It's not that hard. And it's like no, they have completely different outcomes and objectives. Well, that's like saying someone can carve a turkey, so therefore they can do open heart surgery on me. Right. It just doesn't make it makes no goddamn sense. We have to disabuse ourselves of this notion of outsiders and people with no government experience. That sh- to me should be a gigantic red flag that this person's going to do a shit job. And all you need as evidence of that observation is the fact that Donald Trump presided over the deaths of 400,000 Americans in his final year in office. The other thing that bugs me about Republicans is, oh, we got to, you know, we got to get government out of things, but they're running for government offices. Yeah. It's like, hi, here's your electrician. He doesn't believe in electricity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But please hire in him. Insulation for wires. It's all I mean, nothing but copper for this guy. It's mm-hmm. all naked wires. And if you can't handle it, you're a fucking liberal pussy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always bugged me. Oh, let's, you know, government's bad. Then why are you running for a government fucking office? Exactly right. Well, Charlie Sykes wrote this in The Bulwark about Vivek. So this is the view of an old school Republican. Vivek is a facile, clownish, shallow, shameless, pandering demagogue, but he is exactly what GOP voters crave these days. So he will likely get a bump in the polls, at least in the short run. Accurate. That's accurate. Because we're talking about a party now that values weird fucking things in presidential candidates. Thank God fucking Elon Musk hasn't thrown in his hat. Oh, yeah. Well, listen to this. Here's Elon Musk's Musk's reaction to Vivek. He tweeted, Vivek is increasingly compelling. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, no, Elon. Nope, 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 no. No! No! me throwing Elon's tweet out the window. So they all went after Donald Trump last night, too. Uh, Nikki Haley said, uh, we have to face the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. And of course, she got lots of booze for that. Do we have that audio? Yeah, here we go. And we have to 
face the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. We can't win a general election that way. This was uh, happening a lot where you had Asa Hutchinson, you had Chris Christie, you had Mike Pence, Nikki Haley going on the attack against Donald Trump. And then when the question came up, would you vote for Donald Trump? Everyone except Asa Hutchinson raised their hand and said, yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. Christie and Pence were hesitant to raise their hand. Like they kind of did it, but they still did it. So that's this is how the guy that fucking took out a contract on you, Mike Pence. Hmm. Yeah. He was like ready to see you strung up and twitching on the end of a fucking hangman's noose like a fish on a hook. Yeah. And you're gonna vote for him. You right. fucking goddamn idiot. Yeah. Again, like it's he doesn't just lick the tops of their shit boots. He wants to lick the soul as well. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean Well, I mean Mike Pence, it just all you got to know about how they feel regarding Donald Trump is the fact that they were dressed exactly like Donald Trump last no night. No shit, yeah. So here's Chris Christie laying into Trump, too. And this was faced with booze, obviously. Look, here's the, here's the bottom line. Someone's got to stop normalizing this conduct. Okay? Now, and... Now- wow, sort of a mixed reaction, huh? Like half the yeah, audience was cheering and half was booing. Uh, the, the people, and I think it's the smarter part of the audience because they realized what he was saying first. Like, yeah, right, right. Language, sink in, go, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Uh, well, he made a good point. Christie made a good point. So here's the rest of his, uh, his thing here. Now, whether or not, whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong, the conduct is beneath the office of president of the United States. That sounds like a 60-40 to me. I don't, you know, I know, I know. Republicans are quite as monolithic as people think because I don't, you know, of course they're all going to go for the big familiar shiny orange object. Right. And and they have to do it. They're running against the guy. They need to take chunks out of Trump and if they want to be viable at all. I think some of them are trying to do the calculus on like, what am I going to, because like they think that maybe something will happen that he actually is physically or somehow removed from the situation. Like, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the clause of the 14th amendment that's, it says if you've participated in an insurrection, you don't get to go in to work for that government. Ever. They're hoping. Right, right. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. So here's the rest of uh, Chris Christie. And, 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 you know, this is the great thing about this country. Booing is allowed, but it doesn't change the truth. It doesn't change the truth. True, also true. So the audience really seemed confused about whether they support Mike Pence's actions on January 6th. They don't know what to do. Yeah, this was a (laughs) bit, wasn't it a big part of it, Jody, where they just, there was a whole chunk where they were going around saying, do you support what Mike Pence did? Mike Pence, do you support what Mike Pence did? And quite a few of them were going, yeah, we support the fact that Mike Pence said no to Donald Trump with regard to obstructing the counting of the electoral vote. And but the, they're still going to vote for that asshole. Right. So but, it, you know. but the audience reaction was weird. Uh-huh. It was like it was. Th- they were kind of approving of that. They kind of supported mm-hmm. Mike Pence. And, and it wasn't full-throated applause. It was sort of guarded kind of half applause, but they were still applauding. And what's amazing about that is if you support Mike Pence's actions on January 6th, you have to admit that Donald Trump broke the law. Yeah. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. They engaged in this criminal conspiracy 
to stop Mike Pence from counting the electoral vote, stopping the proceeding and sending it back to the states. That in and of itself is a violation of the law. So everyone who applauded supporting Mike Pence's decision was acknowledging the fact that Donald Trump broke the law. That's absolutely true. Okay. I just wonder, like, I mean, I know to a certain extent it's a cult of personality for Trump. Yeah. But I think if two or three instances of Trump looking weak in public happen and somebody who is more or just as evil and a little more politically adept mm-hmm. comes along, I bet they will just run from one uh, pen of sheep to the other pen of sheep. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I feel like. I agree. Uh, Especially if somebody is able to make him look weak and yeah. stumbly and fumbly in public. Well, okay, you know, that, is, uh, that is the extent of the debate highlights. Uh, maybe when we come back, I'll do a, a brief fact check of some of the things based on what PolitiFact found from the, uh, the event last night. And then we've got some highlights from Trump's interview with Tucker right after these messages. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. Those were- 
Holy shit. This is, of course, Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith covering Journey. And, uh... Yeah, Stone and Love, right here. Yeah, it's from their uh, album of covers that you can buy on Bandcamp. It's called Side Orders. Link in the description, of course. I love Yeah, it's so great, and they do such a wonderful <laughs> job. Totally, it. Yeah. it sounds such, like such a dance party in an 80s movie, like a prom scene in an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what should be playing in the background. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it just reminds me of the Big Island. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so really. Much. Oh, when sure. There, it's, it's my high school, man. It's, it's you know, ninth and 10th grade. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, Stone and Love covering Journey by uh, 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 Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith. Link in the description. It's only available on compact disc. That's the only way you can get that's, it. That's smart. But it's well, <laughs> it's well worth it. It's uh, yeah, it's got 18 tracks on it. There's also uh, uh, Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith covering Yes Is Your Move. Let's see what else is on here. Great Just song. yeah, Life on Mars by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Video Killed the Radio Stars in there. Ooh. <laughs> so good. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. We've Only Just Begun oh, is in there. I love cover that, that song. Yeah. and Promises. Yep. Link in the description to buy that. Okay. So uh, let's do a brief fact check here. Just some last minute things uh, about the debate. Not like we need to do it, obviously. Most of what was happening last night, in fact, all of what was happening last night was a debate based on bullshit, made up things about what's happening in the world. For example, the debate about uh, abortions happening after birth or right up to the moment of birth. You mean murder? That's murder after yeah, birth. Right, right. Mike Pence at one point said, a 15-week abortion ban is an idea whose time has come. It's supported by 70% of the American people, and no. that is, that is no. incorrect. No. He's citing a, uh, a poll that was produced by a hyper-partisan anti-abortion group. Yeah, the poll question was probably like, should we allow babies to be torn from their mother's wombs and run over by tractors? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> I'm surprised someone didn't mention that last night. Uh, oh, I'm sure it was on their mind. Yeah, but a July 2022 survey from Harvard University's Center for American Political Studies and the Harris Poll found that just 23% of respondents said their state should ban abortion after 15 weeks. 23%. That's a hell of a lot lower than what Mike Pence said last night. Ron DeSantis said Democrats are trying to allow abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. PolitiFact says this claim is false. <laughs> And goes on, obviously, to explain why it's false, but it is false. Mm-hmm. Um, we just ex- we support abortion up to the present moment in your case, Ron. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, yeah. In fact, I would like to submit to the floor that the 2024 Republican debate is actually the most sound argument for abortion that there is <laughs> in the world. We could have just cleared that stage, you know? So Ramaswamy said the climate change agenda is a hoax. They also mm-hmm. said this is false. More than 97% of the world's climate scientists and a majority of domestic and international National scientific organizations agree that human activity is causing the earth to warm. Uh, and Vivek Ramaswamy disagrees with Vivek Ramaswamy on that issue, right. by the way, as we said earlier. Vivek Ramaswamy also said the reality is the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. Oh, and God. so the reality is more people are dying of bad climate change policies than oh they are God. of actual climate change. That is 1,000% incorrect. Yeah. This wet blanket shit. You guys keep your weird kinks to yourselves, all right? (laughs) 
Ron DeSantis said, in Florida, we eliminated critical race theory from our K through 12 schools. And PolitiFact said, we rated a similar claim, mostly false. Because, because it was never there to begin with. Bingo. Exactly right. Tim Scott, who was at the oh. debate. Oh, and the governor of North Dakota did make it after his accident. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he was he looked like the only normal one on that stage last he night. He did, didn't he? But he was still wearing the Trump the Trump suit. Oh, of course, in the suit. He was wearing oh, a suit. Oh, God. Unbelievable. So Tim Scott said, parents who show up at school board meetings, they're called, under this DOJ, they're called domestic terrorists. This, of course, oh. is false, according to PolitiFact. Uh, Ron DeSantis said, in Florida, we led the country out of lockdown. We kept our state free and open. PolitiFact said, this is misleading. Uh, Nikki Haley said, Donald Trump added $8 trillion to our debt. This figure is close, but a little high. Mike Pence said, in four short years, we rebuilt our military. We rated similar claim from Trump, mostly false. So that was all. Do we not remember the battleships running into each other off the coast of China <laughs> and the know. like? Because no one was driving apparently. Like, yeah, yeah. So that uh, that is the extent of the Republican debate last night. It's like when SNL does Fox and Friends and they run that entire like sixteen screens of disclaimers at the end. Things like you know Australian wombats are not voting in American elections. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think uh, the big takeaways from last night, Vivek Ramaswamy seems to have some life in him. It'll be interesting because... But it's somebody else's and he probably stole it. Well, yeah, 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 because he's stealing Donald Trump's bit. He's stealing Donald Trump's (laughs) brand is what he's doing. Except he's giving it a, a, a youthful patina because he was born in 1985. Well, and he he wants to. Swami, go ahead. He wants to take the vote away from eighteen to twenty-five year olds. Yeah, that's right. Uh Yeah, among other things, Alex Jones referred to Vivek Ramaswamy as Alex Jones two point oh. Two point oh. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is, if he's got a little life in him, it's probably trying desperately to get out. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 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 So uh, yeah. So there's Vivek Ramaswamy, and it'll be interesting when he has to take on Donald Trump, and they have to criticize each other because right now. They are lovers. They they can't st- they can't stop loving each other. <laughs> they're just uh, lovers. Yeah, it's at least verbally, they're giving themselves big wet tongue kisses. In the hot tub. Yeah, with their mouths full of duck meat. In the hot tub. Um. <laughs> yeah, and the other big takeaway is the Republicans on abortion still extremist, still shooting themselves in the feet. Keep going, Republicans. You're doing yeah, great. Y'all keep fucking that chicken, please. <laughs> That will never stop being one of my favorite political metaphors. Holy shit. So uh, one thing we didn't get to is we didn't get to the highlights from Trump's interview with Tucker Carlson. This is going to be as as painless as I can make it. Uh, Let's see how long this clip is that I'm going to play. Someone put together some highlights, and it is only 59 seconds long. So (laughs) you stick around. For the Shadow Docket portion of the show on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Show, sign up at $5 a month. You'll hear the highlights from Trump's interview with Tucker. Plus, uh, I've tried out threads for desktop. I got my review of that. Uh, Some COVID news and the most infuriating story of the week that doesn't necessarily have to do with Republicans. It has to do with the press. Yeah. Remember the tire swing? 
from the yeah. 2008 election Ugh. where a bunch of reporters went down and swung in the tire swing at, at John McCain's house. It He's happened again. Donut. Happened again, but at yeah. Trump's a, place. Ugh. Holy Ha-ha! shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. See you on the Patreon page. Bye-bye. Ha-ha!